Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Spider Insight Podcast, along with Christian Gravis. I'm Bob Black, and this is Spider Head Coach Russ Huseman immediately after Saturday's game at Michigan State. I told the team, season starts right now. So right now, season starts, and uh, we got we got to practice, we got to play, and we, we it's sense of urgency. Coach Huseman's point, hopefully, is well taken by the guys. Uh, a loss we didn't see coming at Morgan State, followed by the FBS game at Michigan State. We'll get into that. But his message very clear: this team needs to look forward and has a lot to look forward to. That's right. And like you said, the season starts now. It has to. When you start 0-2, you, you got to get things going. Um, like you just mentioned, that that loss against Morgan State, nobody sees coming. And then you like to go in the next week, make those adjustments, and come out and, and prove that you know you learn from that, those mistakes you made the Saturday before, but your opponent's Michigan State. And so it's hard to come out there and get a really good, accurate read on what the team has in them. Um, so you know, take those two games, throw them out the window, and season starts right here, right now. And that needs to be the mindset. Obviously, on paper, you can't erase the losses. They're going to be there all year, but you can do things to make up for them as you move along beginning this week against Delaware State at Robin Stadium, which we'll get into. Now, ironically, Christian, at least from our broadcast booth, we felt good about some things the Spiders did Saturday at Michigan State. I know it didn't show up on the scoreboard, didn't necessarily even show up on the stat sheet. Uh, defensively, I thought the guys really competed, made some plays, obviously got the Aaron Banks scoop and score for the first points the Spiders put up there. But I do think there were some positive takeaways despite the numbers at the end of the game. That's right. I think the Spiders were decent against the run, uh, held Michigan State to 162 yards. Guys like Tristan Wheeler coming out with double-digit tackles. He had 13 this game. So, you know, seeing his ability to go in there and make those plays is a good thing. Um, obviously, you know, the mistakes on special teams hurt us. Tough sailing offensively. Um, but, Bob, what, what are your takeaways from that? Well, I think defensively you hit the nail on the head, and I like the fact that they did get a turnover and turned it into points. I think they certainly deserve that. So I do think defensively they competed. They had trouble with Nathan Carter, but I think all of the Big Ten is going to have trouble with Nathan Carter. And the third quarter really hurt. That's where Michigan State blitz the spiders with those three straight touchdowns pretty competitive before that and i know this sounds a little bit like you're kind of you know making things up a little bit but if the first half goes just a little bit differently and look the muff punt was a problem that's something the spiders have to get fixed but just kind of the, the luck of the goalposts right i mean their kid kicks a 52 yarder and it hits off the crossbar could have gone any direction and it went through for him our kicker kicks one off the upright, could have gone any direction, and it kicked out. I mean, 14-3, to three, maybe at halftime is a little bit better than 17. Now, he wasn't going to change the outcome of the game, but I think guys would have felt a little bit better going to the locker room at halftime. And then offensively, Coach Usman said this even at halftime and then postgame. I think he liked the way the game was called, like what Winston October was doing and calling plays along with Adam Ross, that it gave the offense a little bit more fluidity to move down the field. Never did get in the end zone until the end of the game, obviously, but it did feel better, I thought. Anyway. It did, yeah, and I think what we saw on Saturday against Michigan State was night and day different from what we saw against Morgan State. I think we were spreading the ball out a little bit better. It was nice to see Nick DeGenero getting those touches earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going against a Big Ten opponent like Michigan State, it's, it's going to be tough sailing. I mean, they held Central Michigan to seven points. The following week, Central Michigan comes out and puts up 45 against uh, a very talented New Hampshire team. And New Hampshire scored 42. So, I mean, Central could definitely score. Um, 
but yeah, so that, that Michigan State defense was definitely, you know, a hindrance to the Spiders, but I think that was almost expected. It was. Uh, the big, uh, talented defensive line. Spiders got to find a way to get that ground game going. Hopefully that happens this week. Um, we talked about the play calling. I think they even threw a couple things at Michigan State. Maybe they did it because it was an FBS opponent. Maybe it's now on tape for the rest of the Spiders' opponents to have to spend some time thinking about, like the fake punt, which was successful, uh, like the the – the backward pass to Savon Smith, if he releases the ball just a little bit sooner, that might be a touchdown. But those are things that other teams now have to prepare for because they know they're they're in the Spiders' arsenal. Exactly. And I think we could almost expect that we were going to see some sort of trickery um, up Winston October's sleeve on, on Saturday against Michigan State. But now, yeah, going into conference play and with this last non-conference matchup on Saturday, teams have to be aware of that. If they're going to run this against Michigan State, what will they do against us? Mm-hmm. And then the other aspect, the offense needs to find a way to get vertical down the field. I mean, Kyle goes 16 of 22. That's a great percentage, but you can't go 16 of 22 for only 102 yards. So combination of Kyle going downfield and the receivers getting open, I think that's something the offensive coaches and the offensive unit will look for beginning this week. And postgame coach had made mention of it. You know, they have an identity offensively. They know what they want to accomplish. Um you know, and he also had mentioned that uh, Jackson Hardy, Kyle Wickersham, those guys are still, those quarterbacks are still works in progress. Mm-hmm. And so it's not all on them either. Um, you know, there's other things that have to happen to allow them to, to be their best versions. But, you know, there's still works in progress. And I think we're going to see, um, you know, kind of the culmination of this, this non-conference schedule here on Saturday against Delaware State. All right, let's talk special teams for a moment here. And one of the reasons we're going to do that is our guest today on our Spider Insight podcast, didn't mention this at the outset, is Jaden Olszewski, the spider kicker from Highland Springs who got in the game in the second half and his first two collegiate extra points come in Spartan Stadium against Michigan State of the Big Ten. So he's going to join us here in just a couple of moments. Look, I thought Aaron Trussler had a really good day. He averaged about 40 yards a punt. They only returned one, and that was for about 10 yards. So I think mission accomplished there. Got to figure out the return game on the punt for the Spiders, and they never really got a chance to return any kickoffs. Exactly. I mean, they were just going to be held up, uh, you know, down at their own 20 for the most part. But, yeah, you know, special teams seeing Aaron Trussler, especially on that fake punt, I think he was the the absolute selling point of that. I think he sold it so incredibly well. Uh, Michigan State did not see it coming. We're able to pick up the 20 yards from Owen Laughlin off that. Yeah, I thought that was great. And then uh, Russ Huseman told us on our live halftime interview with Matt that he was making a change at place kicker and replacing Andrew Lopez, who missed the 32-yarder, with Jaden Olszewski, who's been biding his time, right, for the last couple of years, was a prolific kicker uh, right down the road at Highland Springs, right? That's right. And, you know, kickers don't get all the reps in practice that these other positions get. And when you're the backup kicker, you're getting even less of those. So I think Jaden, um, you know, being that he went to Highland Springs, coach calls him Springer. That's his nickname. <laughs> so, uh, you know, while they're out there for PATs, you know, once they're kind of wrapping up, you know, it's maybe the last one or the second to last one that you hear, Springer, Springer, get out here. <laughs> and then here comes Jaden Alshesky out on the field, and, uh, you know, that's when he gets his turn. But really, you know, it's one to two actual reps, you know, with, an, with a line in front of you during practice. But then, of course, all practice, he is – you know, taking mental reps and kicking on the sidelines into the net. All right, let's bring Springer into our conversation. It's his turn, Jaden Olszewski. Thank you for joining us on our Spider Insight podcast. Wow, take us back to Saturday. What was that like for you, your first two collegiate PATs coming against Michigan State at Spartan Stadium? 
it was real good. I mean, when you get out there in a big stadium like that, it's it's certainly a experience you don't get every day. But once you're in the game, it's the same kick. You know, you practice it all week, and it's the same kick. It's just you, the snapper, and the holder, and you just got to get the job done. And now we'll get our first look at redshirt sophomore Jaden Olszewski out of Highland Springs to attempt the PAT. And his kick is on the way, and it's good. So there's his first collegiate point on the PAT after the return by Aaron Banks of 47 yards on the fumble for the Spiders' first points this afternoon. This one was a little bit unusual because it wasn't the offense marching downfield where you could kind of perhaps start to prepare for what was unfolding this was sudden change this was Aaron Banks scooping and scoring from 47 yards out with the defense and all of a sudden you're on the field what was that like for you um I kind of got lucky because uh, I just happened to start warming up at the time for some reason I just you know I try to stay loose so every once in a while I'll just get a few kicks in so I just happened to get a few kicks in right before I was about to go out there and soon put my helmet on and went out there to kick Good preparation, good karma. Now, so much of kicking, I imagine, is the focus, I guess, that goes into that. How do you focus with 70,000 people screaming all around you? I mean, you just got to trust your snapper and holder, and you just got to focus on timing, making sure your timing to the ball is good, and making sure your kick is smooth and clean. You know, once you get in that process, you kind of forget that you're in a stadium of 70,000 people, and it's just all about the process. Now, uh, obviously, specialists aren't getting all the reps that, say, like a quarterback or wide receiver get during practice. How do you just stay ready for moments like this? Um, you just got to trust the process. You got to prepare mentally. You have to take visual reps because, you know, you can only kick by so much um, with the lag. So you just got to take visual reps and make sure you're just ready mentally and go out there and deliver. What did you hear from Coach Usman and the coaches about when you might get this opportunity? He had mentioned to us when we meet with him in the morning of a game that there was a chance you might get an opportunity. What was that process like for you and at halftime when you found out you would be kicking in the second half? Yeah, after um, at the end of the half, he came up to me and said I was going to be uh, kicking in the second half. And so I just mentally prepared myself and made sure I Came out at halftime, got a really good warm-up in, and then continued to stay loose throughout. You know, my warm-up at halftime was really good. I felt confident with all the kicks at halftime, so I was ready to go. Why Richmond for you? Local guy, great career at Highland Springs. Obviously, that's a great football program. Why would you come right down the road to the University of Richmond? You know, I like that it was close to home. You know, I, I, I love my family, and I love being close to them, especially my dogs. So, um it, it made sense for me, you know, it was a local place, and I knew this team was a, a solid team full of a bunch of great athletes, and I wanted to be a part of that. This was your first time on the field during a game in your three years on the team. Do you remember, can you think back to the last time you kicked a field goal when in high school, what that game was? Yeah, I can think back to that. Yeah, and what was that? Um, it was the state championship game my senior year. Um, we went into overtime. And we got the ball first. I went out and uh, kicked a field goal, and uh, I made it. And then we went and they got the ball, and we were they were driving, and then they got a penalty, and it was like third and fifteen, and 
they they scored on that play and it ended up being the sports center top 10 play <laughs> the the next day wow. um so it was, it was a heartbreaking thing but i i was happy that i ended my career with a make obviously not the result we wanted but i was i was happy to get the make you had a lot of makes in high school your numbers record shattering numbers you kicked an awful lot because highland springs put an awful lot of points on the board what was it like biding your time the last couple of years christian alluded to the fact you know you're in your third year here now and just starting to kick how did you kind of mentally handle the last couple of years of preparing for this year's moment you just have to um i just tried to focus on you know making sure i was as good as possible when the game time came around and I just worked on my craft every day. Every moment I had, I tried to make sure I was doing what I needed to do in order to be the best possible player when I stepped on the field. Does your approach change now at all during the week of practice? I mean, I would assume you're going to be kicking on Saturday when we get back here at Robin Stadium against Delaware State. What's that going to be like for you? nothing changes it's all the it's all the same you know i know i'm well prepared i know i'm ready to go and so i'm going to do the same thing i always do all week to prepare myself what's the uh camaraderie like what's kind of the chemistry like amongst you guys as kickers and really the special teams um for the richmond spiders it's great camaraderie amongst the group you know we all support each other we all pat each other on the backs when we come on the sideline and we all make sure we're put in the best situation I mean my snapper and holder Brian and Aaron they do a great job and I trust them to do their job so that I can do my job speaking of camaraderie I know you were pretty close to Braxton Hughes who's now down at uh, Ferrum you guys shared something in common with your diets can you can you please touch on that well uh, I think we're a little bit different I uh, mean I'm pescatarian versus he's vegetarian um but yeah, it was. I've been doing it my whole life. It's just, it's, it's what's worked for me. It's the only thing I really know. And it was nice to have somebody else on the team that's has the same thing as you. Hey, you mentioned one of the reasons you came here was to stay close and stay close to family. What was the family's reaction after Saturday? I'm sure they were watching and saw you knock through those two PATs. They were very happy. They were ecstatic. <laughs> Immediately after the game, my phone was blown up with a tons of texts from the family they were very excited they'll all be here this saturday then i think in person right yes absolutely <laughs> all right let's uh, finish up with you Jaden. i got one that's a little more difficult not a fun one to, to end with what's your range what do you think your range is out there if coach usman looks at that line of scrimmage and says i can send him out or i can't send him out what do you think your range is when you get the ball inside the 30 i feel confident i can make that kick mm-hmm all right. Well, we think so, too. We're looking forward to the first field goal for you as well. But i got to go back to something you mentioned. Tell us about your dogs. How many dogs you got? What kind of dogs you got here? Um, I have two dogs. Uh, one's a blue tick hound named Rico, and the other one is a American foxhound named Zuma. And they're big fans, I'm sure, also, yes. right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Great stuff, Jaden. Thank you for being with us today. Your first appearance with us. Many more kicks to come for you with the Richmond Spiders. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jaden. Now, Bob, I love any opportunity I have uh, when I'm at practice to go talk to the guys, but especially the specialists. Uh, they are some of the best personalities on the team, and Jaden is right up there with the rest of them. His dad actually taught at Highland Springs in the tech center there, and so that he uh, he lives in kind of the Hermitage district, but was able to go to school there because of his father. So 
we 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 just made the comment off uh, off air that you know that might be a long commute, and he's like, well, my dad was going there anyways. Yeah. So, but hearing <laughs> about him and his dogs and yeah. uh, you know, that's I don't want to say typical, but that's typical kicker, typical specialist. What we've come to know from these guys is they're really interesting dudes, and uh, you know, good football players. I like the way you just put that. Interesting dude. I think the kicker is a dude. That's right. Um, and I think he made the right decision going to Highland Springs. Not that Hermitage is bad because they're not, but you knew Highland Springs is going to put points on the board. I mean, they won a couple state championship. He talked about the other uh, postseason. So he was going to get plenty of opportunities to kick, and he did. And now he's going to get more of an opportunity for the Spiders, right? That's right. And uh, one of those opportunities is coming up Saturday against Delaware State, wrapping up non-conference play, Bob what do the Spiders need to do on Saturday to kind of set themselves up going into conference playing for the rest of the season? So I said this uh, with Jasmine Coleman and, and Matt Smith on our post-game show. We need a dominant performance Saturday. I'm not sure I can define for you exactly what dominant means. Does it have to be 45-14, reverse it on the scoreboard for the Spiders this week? I don't know, but I do think it needs to be a dominant, feel-good performance on both sides of the ball to prepare the Spiders for CAA play, which are going to be the most important games of this season. Mm-hmm. But you gotta, you got to clean up a lot this Saturday and feel good coming out of it. That's right, and hopefully Delaware State, just looking at them on paper, we're going to be able to do that against them. Uh, they're, they're also off to an 0-2 start. They lost this past week 57 nothing at Army. A uh, week before that, they lost 22-11 to Division Two Bowie State. Right. Um, so, you know, similar to the Spiders, though, they're they're off to a slow start on offense. You know, they have 415 yards of total offense through two games, and Richmond only has 457. So mm-hmm. we'll be looking to make up a lot there. Uh, but these defenses are by no means comparable. Um, and neither are the offenses, I should say. The, I, those numbers, you know, are simply just numbers. Mm-hmm. I think the offense really needs to have the dominant performance again that's my my phrase without a definition to it defensively I think we felt okay each week of the season and we need them to continue to do that but I do think offensively dominant put points on the board and got to clean up the special teams and you know coach Usman will be all over that this week because Mm -hmm. of his involvement with special teams and I think if you can do that and get a home win Saturday going into conference play and look I'm I'm looking ahead a little bit you and I can do that the coaches and players don't do it but going to Stony Brook that's a place the Spiders have struggled and history's not necessarily an indicator of performance this year but that has been a tough place for the Spiders to play and you want to get off to a 1-0 start in the conference when we get there in a couple weeks it's going to have to just start on saturday with that momentum that they're going to be able to take into conference play um for me you know i think we need to for for myself personally for the fans for the players Mm -hmm. coaches uh we need to come out strong early i think we need to throw the ball into the end zone for some touchdowns you know get people on their feet get people excited uh obviously the wind was taken out of everyone's sails after morgan state and the week two opponent michigan state you know you don't go in there expecting that you're going to come come away with a win mm-hmm. uh and so i think the team is really looking for a boost and a, and a honestly just a confidence boost in general so i think delaware state hopefully will be that opponent that we can do that against uh we'll look for that on saturday and could use a good crowd out here to support the guys and give them that little extra oomph to do what we were just talking about 3 30 right kickoff on saturday here at robin stadium uh from a broadcast perspective of course we're on 1061 espn on the radio side and then live video streaming saturday is on flow sports there is no television 
uh, linear over-the-air television of this game. So it is just on Flow Sports behind the paywall. You will need the subscription. Chris Anderson will be back with us, I promise, on Saturday. And then Matt Smith and Robert Fish will have the call on the radio side. So that kind of lines it up. But hopefully, right, if you're in the area, come on out here and catch the Spiders in their last non-conference game of the season. Last non-conference game of the season. And also Tristan Wheeler is at 396 career tackles right now. Actually leads all levels of the NCAA. So FBS, FCS, Division Two, Division Three. He's going to break 400 on Saturday, so that'll be a really cool moment. Uh, you know, hopefully it's a big play. Absolutely, that's terrific for him, and a lot more to come. He's had two great weeks at double-figure tackles. Glad you pointed that one out to start the season. All right, Spiders in Delaware State, 3:30 Saturday afternoon here at Robin Stadium. We'll wrap that one up on next week's edition of the Spider Insight Podcast and preview the start of CAA play when the Spiders travel to Stony Brook. Thanks again to our special player guest today, Spider Place Kicker Jaden Olszewski who knocked home his first two PATs as a collegian last week, and he'll be looking to do more of that Saturday against Delaware State. For Christian Gravis, I'm Bob Black. Thanks for tuning in to the Spider Insight Podcast. Talk to you again next week.